Here we are with another episode of the Totally Uninformed podcast, joined by Lewis Sullivan. How's it going, mate? Good. Just caught me itching my ear. <laughs> it's well, you've just dubbed yourself, mate, because it would have started off on my angle. Ah, fair enough. Anyway, how am I going to introduce you? Uh, you can introduce me as a personal friend. We we did each other's leaving presentations, mate. Oh, I kind of remember that a little bit. I don't remember much about primary school I think, about, I think i'm jarring you out at this point that, like, that leavers yeah. assembly i do remember being voted most likely to work for greenpeace or like something <laughs> i don't enough. know why i was gutted with that, that green everyone green. everyone everyone at the leavers <laughs> assembly primary school was like yeah like you were like pro footballer or, or like people people like ju- like journalists I was prime minister mate prime minister fucking jesus i'll be a good prime minister vote for me yeah i just remember being the most eco-friendly person but so anyway 2023 or 24 it is i don't think you're going to be prime minister anytime soon oh if russell brand's revolution goes to plan uh i nominate myself you're the type of person russell brand would go for yeah but anyway what you've been doing recently bit of music haven't you when you were down <laughs> yeah in swansea at uni what were you doing at uni uh i was doing computing cybersecurity, specialized in um that was my did foundation then first year and then in first year, I just thought oh, I'll change to do uh, law, and I came back up. Yeah. And um, gonna see the boys soon, and uh, get get some music made, really. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a podcast with you and all the bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was his first appearance. Yeah, got um, Owen Davies on bass, Joe Hop on drums, Sam West on guitar. Keep that on your mouth, sorry. <laughs> go on. Jack Martin Hillier on the other guitar. And uh, they're significantly more talented than me, I can say that. They're just insane. Yeah, I don't know how it's gone with you, but I know that COVID will have stopped a lot of great careers. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Like, in music and other industries, of just the fact that it stopped, it couldn't do it. Even, like, what kind of what I do, like, video and photography, all of a sudden you can't go and shoot like, anywhere. I, 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 I had a gig in the bunkhouse in Swansea. I, I, I was on the phone to, like, someone like that. I was with all the student bands. Right. I was like, oh, I tell you what, boys, do you all want a gig? Because they need support. I was like, bang. Yeah, I've got your three support slots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they sound. But I knew them, and I knew they're brilliant. Um, and I was just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard them loads. Yeah, they've got a set, haven't you? And I was like, yeah, sound, you've got a set. Yeah, 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 he's got a set. We'll be sound, we'll be right down. And then we were in spoons, just fucked. And we were like, yeah, let's go. And like, basically, that gig that we ended up having, was the night that coronavirus was announced as a lockdown. So I was just there on stage, like banging out like some tunes. Um and then find out like, oh, the country's going into lockdown, you've got to go home, like from Wales, like back to England. So I've been living with my girlfriend back then, like mm. a while. And um finally just acclimatized to being by myself. Like not by myself, but away from my family. And then coronavirus hits and you're back in with your family, but you're not only just back with your family, <laughs> you can't go outside, you can't see your mates. <laughs> so was that You the... will kill them. If you breathe on them, you will die. Everyone's going to die. <laughs> you're watching the news and you're like, <gasps> watch it. do you remember the coronavirus counter? <laughs> like, watch yeah, that, that was... go on YouTube, live stream, boom. Oh my goodness, so many people are getting infected watching it go up by one. I, I sat oh, there on the bed for days watching yeah. that. So that when you're saying you found out when you were there, was that but like Boris Johnson's speech or something, or was it different in Wales? Uh, uh, I think Bojo had the big fucking 
mm. say on that one. But then it went back to, I can't remember what they call it, but um, all of the other gov- governments have more power. So they get to decide the country's what like, stances. So way up do, it dissolved governments or whatever something like that uh but basically scotland and wales got more power to so they could oversee the problems with coronavirus that's why there was different lockdowns so i come down from, <laughs> i go to escape the lockdowns here to swansea and then they'd be like fire break lockdown and then i'd be like oh shit i go to england go back to england and they were like oh well we've got a local lockdown here i was like Fuck, go off back and then they're like local lockdown in south wales and I'm like, oh come on man so the, the both governments change. Mm. I literally feel like it's, I feel like it's the end of 2019 right now. I just feel like the past two, three years haven't even happened. They're just unreal. Like, I, yeah, I, I was working my first job down south and then lockdown happened. And then I was, well, yeah, first it was like, first, we lost all our work at job because our main clients were hotels and hospitality. Yeah, so all was of that them the stock footage one? No, no. So, so my job, I was working at a PR agency. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I was on the video team. So I'd get footage and photos of hotels, give them to them for like their socials and website. And then our PR team would use the photos and videos to like push out to press. Like who, right. whoever they yeah, could yeah. get in. Um, so yeah, our main client's hospitality and all of them shut down. So <laughs> basically everyone in my company <laughs> Sorry, had to bro. go on furlough because there was no work. <laughs> but then at some point I was working from home. I was home. just a street urchin. <laughs> they left me for dead. Furlough was crazy, man. I didn't. I, you just don't know what to do with yourself. It was the first time. I where... didn't get furlough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got. Because I came to uni and uh, I didn't have a job for the first two months, uh, three months, I think. And then I started gigging. So then I'm not assigned to a company, am I? Yeah, so uh, I was like, yeah. High and dry there because when I came back, everyone's like, Oh, yeah, I'm furlough. And I was just there, like, I just left the Burgoyne to go to uni, which is Burgoyne is the pub, the village pub that we both, yeah, you know, the Great um, Erzik pub. Yeah, I was there working before I left. So everyone else, when I came back, was on furlough and stuff, even if they're in sixth form and stuff, they're like, Oh, I'm making like uh 200 quid this week and I'm doing nothing. <laughs> I was just there, like. Uh, like everyone would go for holidays afterwards mm. and i was just chilling in the lakes how did you spend that lock time time then time then because i remember for me it was like it was the first time it felt like i had unlimited spare time <laughs> where it was like i wasn't working but i didn't need to go and find work because i still had a job and was getting 80 percent of my wages in and it was like wow i just have unlimited time to do what i choose like Fuck, what I, do I, I want just... to do? You know, you're not in a rush. Even if, and you know, you weren't meant to meet your mates to kind of say that. <laughs> say that wasn't in my head. I'm there like, wow, what? what a hypothetical do I want to Jake do? would meet the mates. <laughs> yeah, hypothetically. But yeah, you, and then there's no there's no rush to meet them, is there? And because nah. the whole world was just moving so slow, it felt like it didn't matter. But sometimes, sometimes in there. life, you feel like you need to <laughs> progress. But that was a time where it felt like no one was progressing. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, t- I was getting good on Warzone. Yeah, <laughs> just playing all the time. Yeah. Um, it just kind of hit that lockdown. And I just was like, well, I've got so much free time for two weeks. Because coronavirus is only going to be two weeks, remember, like when we first died. Oh, yeah, mate. Uh, everyone go to lockdown. Don't leave your house. It'll be two weeks. Two weeks later. Yeah, it's probably going to be like a long month. What's that mean? Like 31 days? <laughs> and they're like, 
eh, something like that. Then it's like, well, four months in, but you can go to the beach and meet one friend <laughs> on a jog. Like on a jog, yeah. Well, yeah, I I just sat in and I was like, well, I'm gonna learn scales now. <laughs> uh, I I I put off like doing stuff like that for ages. I just started playing chords and just like make, playing riffs and making them up by ear. And then basically, I sat there like I'm gonna start improving a bit of my guitar. I'm still not the best at them, but yeah. uh, <laughs> that's what I did with the first week. And then just made. I think I just played xbox for, for most of it and then when things opened up again just went up to the lake uh was always just like playing guitar outside just working on the garden like helping my dad don't know it's just then then it went back to normal really mm. yeah fair play well on about being bad at the guitar why don't you show us how bad you are do you want to do a song yeah go on then yeah yeah right let me change all these mics one sec Go on then. So, Lewis, what are you going to play for us? I'm going to play Stay by Post Malone. Uh, it reminds me of Leeds Festival and being with my mates, uh, Lewis and Luke. And it was one of the best times I've had just enjoying it because I'd go to watch acts and think, oh, they'll be the best. And I'll go. But it's actually the experience of the whole festival or just like the, the, the event. Like, I'm watching Post Malone, who I don't really like too much. Like, I, I think he's good. But it's just not my fancy all the time. Same with Liam Gallagher. Mm. So I just thought, well, they're my fondest memories. Being with them, I hadn't seen them in so long. And then just seeing them two absolutely lapping it up, just enjoying it, to my favourite memory. So I thought, so this one's to them. Just like today. (laughs) It's true. All that you know is all that you are. You said that it's all, and you want them more. Put your cigarette out on a fake so beautiful. Please, woman, don't break your back for me. Fuck up, pour another drink, yeah, yeah. Tell me what you think. You know that I'm too. Strong to talk right now Put you out of your misery Tell me that it's all okay I've been waiting on this all damn day Call me in the morning Tell me how last night went I'm here But don't count on me Have against me every time we make up, choose fate. Everybody's blind, but the views are amazing. Damn, who are we right now? Can we have a little conversation? Figure out with no intoxication. We're never wrong, how the hell are we gonna make it? Kept young, losing motivation. Maybe we're used to this. Tell me, what are we to do? Like we only play to lose. Chasing the pain with excuse. Love that shit, so do you. But Back from me, put you out of your misery. Tell me that it's all okay. I've been waiting on this all damn day. Hey, call me 
up when I'm here Just don't count on me Tell me that it's all okay I've been waiting on this all damn day Call me in the morning Tell me how last night when will I be here Just don't count on me to stay Yeah, there you go, right? Really nice, mate. That was really nice. <laughs> Let me put this mic back for you. Yeah, mate. No, that that was really good. How long does it take to learn a guitar? Because watching your fingers then and how you've got to have them on different strings and also different like heights, I guess, of the guitar. Yeah, it's um, it's a weird process. Uh, some people just like go at it analytical, bang. I'm gonna uh, learn scales and uh, learn chords. I'll read like books. Uh, like they they absolutely kill it really, yeah. and then they practice loads. Like. I just go for practicing and playing the songs that I absolutely love. And then every now and then I'll go, oh, I'll tell you what, I should probably learn some like theory here. So, so I rock till you look at it and go, oh, it's actually pretty important. This is important. It's like a mechanic going, oh, I guess I should probably look at how to read a car, you know? <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, build, build a car, yeah. <laughs> read a car. <laughs> yeah. So what, so have you ever been to any lessons? Uh, when I was four, mate, my mum paid for lessons in school in Portsmouth. Right. Um, and uh, I, c I could play this song. It's an absolute banger. Uh, it goes, Jesus Christ is very wonderful. Jesus Christ is very wonderful. That's like wonderful. A, a church, a C of E yeah, uh, mate, primary school. I was, church I was of banging out chords DNA and <laughs> my mum could see. So, like, it's probably when... She's twigging. She's going, I think this kid may have ADHD. And they're like, there's the whole assembly. Everyone's like, all these kids functioning, just like, yeah, Jesus, God's very wonderful. And then I'm just there going, just waving at my mum, not even playing guitar, like, just like, yeah, oh, nah, now everyone else has started, I'll just leave it, <laughs> like, but it's weird, because I only picked it up, like, later on in life, when I started listening to Arctic Monkeys, mm. stuff like that, when I was, like, 15 or whatever, I was, I was just like, oh, I'll tell you what, this guitar thing seems pretty sick, because my dad had one, and I was just like, oh, like, you can have that, grab it, like, they went out the house, and I learned how to play Pompeii. I don't know, that's a really, like, old video. Ah, oh, so you watch a video and copy the guy on the mm. video. So did you even know what the notes were called at the start, or did you just know... No, nah, oh, I just watched loads there. of videos, and he's, like, uh, breaking it down, and he'd be like, it's four chords, and he'd show you the shape on the screen. So if if I couldn't learn through this, so this is why I think anyone can play guitar. If I'm watching this, just, like, and I'm getting it, anyone can. I'm there, like, playing... Pompeii by Bastille, and it probably takes like two weeks to get the chords to go right. It's like I'm using like simple shapes like D, E minor, G, C, mm. and I'm just like playing like some simple chords. Like 
And uh, after then, I thought, tell you what, I'm going to push the boat out a little bit. I'm going to learn pumped up kicks. <laughs> Another, like, four chords, which, like, quite a lot of guitar beginners go to. I'm like, yeah. oh, mate, I'm, I'm loving this. And then I uh, learned, do I want to know, stuff like that. <laughs> pumped up <laughs> like, kicks is such a weird song. It's literally on about a school shooting, isn't it? Yeah, mate, it's all fucking fun and games. M- Mark uh, Foster is incredibly clever. Like, he's a lead singer of... Uh, Foster the People. Foster the People, yeah. I remember I'd, I used to always like that song and I never knew what it was about because you know when you like a song but you never clock the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, it's just... And then you listen, You, I remember listening to it for the first time and thinking about the lyrics and it's like, fucking hell, like this is ruthless. As if like there's a song about this. Oh, it's like psychopathy, like, <laughs> just central. Yeah. And you I would were... say like psychopathy, like cloaked in, in like enthusiasm. Like, so that's it's... how it feels. Like it's an enthusiastic song. It's like a positive song. You're just <laughs> coated in this. I've never heard of the word psych- psycho- psychopathy. 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 Psychological. I don't know. Well, I'll trust you. I'll trust it as a word. Yes. <laughs> but you were saying about singing at school God songs. Don't you think it's mad that a lot of primary schools <laughs> in England literally push the fact like god is real christianity is right 100 yeah, well, percent. like they literally they teach it yeah it's like they they tell you it they don't go you do realize this is like low-key optional you know you know <laughs> you know you, this is like the default server <laughs> for kids <laughs> they're all there like yeah mate, yeah fucking that's the one yeah yeah that sounds about right <laughs> every every piece of information you give them you could be like <laughs> that programming like the kids to be good workers really so they're just gonna fucking tell them exactly what they need to hear they do program well the church of england schools do literally program christianity into you like you literally yeah. in, in assembly you're there singing about how god is the best ever and how jesus is the best ever and how you live your life to to serve this master yeah and then um <laughs> you just you're just loving it you're like yeah fair enough like that's the one don't question it like, well why would you question it not because you're a kid, you're loving yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> you, just, good think, you fun. just think, yeah, like sound. God is real. All, <laughs> all the um, the other 2,999 gods out there, yeah. they're not real. Don't be yeah. silly. Our primary school is telling us uh, the truth. Our <laughs> yeah. country pushes the truth. Yeah, the Church of England, yeah. Our national, <laughs> am- our national anthem is literally, God save the queen. Like, the Christian <laughs> Please, <God. laughs> please don't kill my queenie. No, just the fact that we all, all as a country will get together and sing... God save the queen. Mate, I find that as soon mad. as that football gets on the pitch and our boys like that. Oh, yeah, mate. You'll catch me <laughs> singing it. Wayne Rooney, why'd you boo, boo your own team? <laughs> our fans are booing us. When did, what, when did he say that? After we went out of the World Cup. All <laughs> oh, right. Well, yeah, gee, that worked, mate. I'm going to go for a piss again. I'm so sorry. Yeah, sound. We're back from another break. And, Lewis, you're going to play another little song out here. What are you going to play? Yeah, we're going to play End of the Line. This is one that I've wrote, uh, put on Instagram. I'm get working to get recorded. So you wrote this? Yeah, yeah. And came up with all the music and everything? Yeah, I was in my bedroom one night in about June last year. I just thought, tell you what, uh, I'm, I'm just had an idea. So it manifested into this song like this, this whole feeling that I wanted to capture. I was just like, tell you what, yeah, let's see if I can... Write a song that captures how I feel right now. Yeah. Because I had, I had loads of stuff overwhelming me, uh, all these questions I had for myself, and I was like, you're a bit stressed, mate. Let's write a song. <laughs> <laughs> 
chords came to me and then I was just like, here's some words, playing over and over. And I like, oh, add some words here and there. So here we go. Well, I'm stuck in my mind. Some pieces down through the edge of our blinds I'm feeding your face It's a mansion here and a way out to this place I'm walking so alone Stepping further and further from places I call home And I'm guided by these lights That allow me to things that I never but if only we had time You know I could learn from a one for you now You wouldn't need to cry You know I could care and be there for you now To the end of the line To the end of the line To the end of the I'm staring right back In an image you feel that I will fail to understand I'd lean out your hand Would you grant me this permission to land? Again I'll go so high And again I'm asking you My conscience, do you know why? Sometimes you find people all of this change, the change, that change, the your change. But if only we had time, you know I could care and be there for you now. We wouldn't need to cry. You know I could care and be there for you now. To the end of the line. To the end of the line. Taxis home, maybe the moments on my own. These sleepless nights, and then the waiting for the phone. The one bedroom flat that we used to call our home. If we did, we want this back. Well, I love when alone. It could be the taxis home, the moments on my own. The sleepless nights, and then the waiting for the phone. The one bedroom flat that we used to. Call our home if we did, but one if I will, I'll always be alone. Cause in 
stuff mate i like it cheers mate how so you, you said before about learning on youtube but how do you then when you don't know anything about the actual like tracks and stuff how do you actually go about coming up with the music and writing down like the i don't know what they call like the cards you're going to use and stuff yeah. like that uh well to be quite honest um it sounds a bit possibly pretentious or something but i feel like it's low-key innate like I, I feel like i really enjoy playing music and that's just like yeah. intrinsic to my personality so like regardless of what i did at some point i reckon i would have found music and enjoyed it and like loved it so i don't know i think it's a mix of like passion because i didn't watch these videos and go oh, i want to be able to make a song i'm gonna learn how to make a song i actually just played loads of music like loads of songs that i enjoyed and went yeah, about this point, I'm going to make a song. So I wrote a song. Um, fucking awful. Like, it was, yeah. it was probably like, I, I wrote like loads. And then like, uh, someone said it's like a tap. You turn it on. Shit's coming out. God. Like, you don't want to drink any of that. Like, no one's <laughs> going to want to drink that. So no zeros, on, like zero listens on Spotify. Like, I've not released anything on there yet. But you can't get good without doing the bad parts. Can yeah, you? you turn on the tap and shit's coming out. And then like, it, you know, when you turn on a hot tap, hot comes out and then it's a bit like fucking lukewarm. And then as it keeps going, as yeah, it you keeps turn coming, a, you as turn it a hot coming, tap on, it's cold first, isn't it? Yeah. And then it gets hot. Yeah, I get what yeah it's like, but when you turn that tap, like nothing that you want's going to be there at first. But then if you do it long enough, like if you have that tap going long enough, like you wake up most days of the week and play and... Do you admit when you do a when when you've wrote a bad song in the past, like you were saying, do you look back at it and think this is shit, or does it take you a few weeks to admit, or even longer, that something you've created? I just is decide bad on the spot when you've wrote it, or like a while afterwards. Yeah, I'll I'll have done the track and I'll be like, uh... like every time you think in the moment where you're writing things down, you're like, oh, there, this is a shit. They're fucking so many double meaning, like I'm thinking like analyzing it how i've meant to put in like double meanings like uh alliteration like just random shit that you learn in english language like um i'm just there like banging it out like oh miss smith fucking <laughs> loves a bit of this um now nah, i'm like writing it and um sometimes you're just like oh this is banging and then mm. sometimes i'm like well uh I, I woke up the next day and that's not what I want. <laughs> like, I'm sat there, like, writing it down, like, this is a shit, Lewis. You're writing this down because this is class. Mm. And I'm writing it down. And I wake up the next day and I'm like, what side of the bed were you sleeping on there, mate? How like, often do you write? How often do you write songs? Well, actually, I'll write, like, quite often. But the thing is, my music that I write for myself, I've, <laughs> I cross so many genres. Like, 
there's somewhere I'm like, I don't want to work with like a normal producer on this. I want to get someone who really like into their rap and like add an element of like mm. some like electronic sounds. But then sometimes like, I'll be like, this needs to be, this needs to be specifically like just as stripped down as we can. Maybe have some effects on the guitars, stuff like that. But really, it the the songs that I've got now, I'll play on my acoustic and like that. That'll be where this heart of the song lies as it as i give it to the band jack's gonna add some jazz into it sam will smash some blues onto it no wine like always comes up with a tidy bass line uh and jo- joe's like got some like punk johns in him but I- i'm noticing like he- he- he's just a perfect all-rounder really so like they-, they they all like they're creatives themselves so the main material for arcade games which is a band who will be on with jake in early april we're just completely we're unsure of what the final product will be we've got a demo coming for one of the catchier songs and um really i have ideas for it but it's almost like they'll have a say they'll they'll uh, sculpt the final piece so you send them stuff you've wrote in terms of the song, I just send it off. I just go, here you go, boys. Um, what do you think? And they'll be like, oh, I like this. I like this part. Oh. They don't really give negative feedback, which possibly is a critique because obviously I know that I'm not perfect in any way, shape, or form. So <laughs> I'm sat there thinking like, well, they're encouraging it either way. But I think when it comes to the actual moment where we all practice it in the same room together, they'll go, I would like to add uh, this and this bit oh, I think that we, you should probably not go for that. Mm. Then they'll give it to me on the spot. Yeah, so the main realisation comes from actually playing it and actually finding out. Yeah, because a lot of my songs, you. like, so a lot of people who are like, probably a bit more professional than me in terms of playing, right? they probably have a stronger idea in their head. So when you come up with an idea, for me, well, for me, uh, my point of view, it's like wiping a glass and then like making it more clear. It's like I I can't do that by myself. I like get to the innate like what what the image on the other side is like what the final product is. Like my mates need to like give me a hand in making making me see how like sharpen it like refine it. So I'm sat there like trying to make this piece of music, and in my head it's changing all the time. So I'm making a song about I have a strong idea of what I want it to be, mm. but the actual final product is not exactly how I want it to be initially but it's exactly what i want it to be by the end if that makes sense so like as i make it at first i'm like hmm it's a bit different to how i thought it would be but regardless i like it otherwise it wouldn't be in the project that i absolutely love mm. the artists around me because playing with people who are better than you actually just improves you across the board because you're having to sit there and take in more knowledge oh, <laughs> You have to sit there and take in the knowledge that they have, try and understand the concept so you can keep up. So, like, these boys, like, so, they're all significantly more talented than me. Uh, Joe's the youngest, but he's, he, he's possibly one of the most creative people I've ever met, and that's, like, he did, like, media studies or whatever, like, and, and, and he just, he's the most creative person. He's brought out an album. It's called, uh, I can't remember the name of the album, but it's Hop Music, so check it out. Absolutely banging. But 
he's the most creative person I know. And these other lads like are so creative in their own ways. Like Jack plays to Mongolian throat, like I'm saying Neil make it jazz. <laughs> like no idea how you could do that, but that, he can do it. And what does he do in the... So he, he plays lead guitar. Nice. And what's your band called? Arcade games. Arcade games. Yeah, we came across it. So we were really stuck for a name and then me and Sam were uh, actually booking a gig. So I went, we'll go in here, we'll book a gig. Because uh, I know this guy needs a musical act. So we went in just to double check everything before we actually like, played the venue, ch- scout it out. I went down and after like, chance to venue owner, like it's him telling us how it is, prices, stuff like that. We went downstairs and in the basement of this bar, just uh, off the main street, across from Turtle Bay in Swansea, um, it's called Copper Bar. Um, we were downstairs playing like table tennis and to our like side light, so we were smacking the ball across the table like... Uh, probably dicking around like smoking a bit hard or whatever. John, like um, and then what like table tennis? Yeah, it's like in a underground bar, like yeah. a underground like um, games bar. So we were just fucking around. It's probably I've like been, a Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it? went, we went. Yeah, it was class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mad. Uh, so we were there. That's one of my favorite bars. Like that's that's it's got a special place in my heart. And so I see, like there, there's all these commercial ones, but that's the one like for me. It's most like it, it's run by Marine Lee. He absolutely fucking kills it. Um, done so much for charity as well, but yeah, we was like smacking this ball across the table, and the and the ping pong ball just like, fucking flew off, went behind an arcade game machine like a retro Pac Man, and uh, we just uh, like, <laughs> funny enough, I went retro arcade games. He was just like, I quite like arcade games, and I was just uh, like, like shit on my idea, but actually, that's that's way better. <laughs> I can't lie. Well, arcade so in that moment, so the. You just hit a table tennis ball behind an arcade machine, and you went to grab it, and you just said, "We should call." No, that Sam. Band. Sam went to grab it actually. He like I fucking right. was shit. He got the point, and he just was by it. And um, yeah, I think I said across the room like, "Oh, our retro arcade games." How did that Anyone even come into games? the conversation? Getting I don't tape? know. Uh, we were thinking about band names because oh, like, like we were talking. We had this one for ages. It's like Amber something or other. Right. Like, like we didn't know what the second word was be, but the boys quite liked Amber. Um, we had a couple. <laughs> I kept pushing a joke one. Amber like, Leaf. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Amber Leaf. Um, <laughs> just like <laughs> laughing at that one. Um, yeah, I, we had a couple names. We were just a bit stuck for it, and. Um, they kept saying Amber something, like, we weren't sure, we were waiting for the word, I looked up, like, I was scratching my brain for it, but I couldn't find it, but when we said arcade games, it, it's just, like, I was scared about it being mixed with, like, arcade fire, but then I realised we're ultimately a small band from Wales, and I don't think we'll ever get in the region of <laughs> arcade fire, like, let, let's be honest, like, so I was just, like, well, we don't need to worry about competition, really, so I'll shut off that, like, anxiety in my head, so... I was like, yeah, arcade games, yeah, that sound like, because I thought retro arcade games did differ- differentiate from the arcade fire, like, because people are just critics, and I just realised, like, mate, you're overthinking this, arcade games sound sick, mm. there's no no one on Spotify, no one on Apple Music under arcade games, so, mate, go for it, but um, we were offered a gig in uh, Sin City, uh, supporting a, an amazing band, but I had to down them in Turkey. It's absolutely broken my heart because, like this, this is all my all all of my material that I've put together over the last probably it, like, since is, I played guitar. Really, is the rest of the band going? 
And why are you going into nah. to Turkey? Why are you in Turkey? Oh, just family holiday. Oh, okay. <laughs> just like Bodrum. <laughs> just, um, yeah, just going to a hotel. But um, just, like, it's absolutely gutting that experience. Like, just having to turn gigs down. Like, I don't know. Some people absolutely relish it because they're like, oh, I think we can do better than that. I thought, oh, mm. man, I'd play a dive. You've done what? I'd play a dive bar. Play a dive? Dive, it's like a sort of dive bar, it's like a shithole. Oh, right. Like, I mean, obviously, sometimes I'd be like, oh, I don't think we should take that. Like, say if it's not financially viable or whatever, that is a bit pointless. But I'd play anywhere. I'd just love it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Is the sound not important to you? Do you feel like if you're in a venue and there's shit acoustics, do you feel like that affects your performance? For me, I'm too stupid. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. So, honesty. honesty. So I'll get a level with you. Um, maybe the other lads might have a different thought on that, but we're yet to find out because we're going to be playing our first gig. This is top, top secret, but July 1st in the Lake District, Odd Frog. Uh, if anyone wants to be there, be there because it'll be, it's our first booked headline. So we may have one bit before then, but uh, Sam's doing his economics degree, so I think it's a little bit more important. But uh, yeah. Like that's our first headline. Um, trying to a couple of festivals, send a demo off, but yeah, nice. How did you organise that at the Odd Frog? How did that come up? This event come about? Well, I wanted to play there for quite a while, and they have like a contact scheme, and then because I've been away, I sent them like some stuff that I've been doing in Swansea, and they quite liked it. So I, I, I reckon we'd be able to get a couple of heads down, like just to enjoy the summer, like something to do in it. Yeah, definitely, and it it is it's a nice venue. I'd love to play in the hometown, really. Uh, I'd say my hometown was more Alverston when I was growing up, but I'm not saying it's more Barrow. But I just mean like I would love to play the Odd Frog. The Odd Frog's got like a special place. Yeah, it's just uh, I I watched some bands there when I was younger. I um played there once, supporting <laughs> Run and Hide, uh, this band from um sixth form, like. When I used to watch them, I think, oh, they're sick. Mm. I still do. Not, um, but it's just mad. Like I don't know. It just gives me memories of that. And then Primal Vinyl, this band from um, they they played at Leaper, like or Lipper, sorry. And they were amazing. So I just got like those memories there. And I always thought oh, I'll come back. I'll come back. This will be the, you know, pilgrimage. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll come come back there and I'll play the first headline I'll have my headline there that's where I want it to be yeah nice well and then it is going to be hopefully yeah oh yeah well, it will be it will be sorry uh, yeah. hopefully but I just mean like hopefully it'll, it'll be all I imagine it to be just good crack everyone from the hometown just everything I've worked on like in the old Brian yeah nice very nice when is it again First of July. First of July at the Odd Frog. Yeah, well, good So, so tell me a little bit more about the event then. Like, how's it going down? What's happening? Uh, so on the sixth of May, I've got some mates coming up. Um, who? Oh, so the, yeah, this is a different event. Oh to... yeah, this is a completely different event. Right. Yeah, so the the, the events, uh, a house and techno event in. Uh, the old frog again. Um, yeah, that's why I got mixed up. I was thinking, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, sorry. That, so the 6th of May, this one. And it's yeah, 6th of May, House and Techno. It's going to have John Saunders, Hector Reaver, and Smokey Bacon. 
And uh, Smokey Bacon's released a single called Be Alone, so check that out on Spotify, like SoundCloud, whatever. So he's going to be playing that live and direct, and they're playing, uh, they're supporting I- Idris Elba at um, Cardiff uh, Inside Out. And they played uh, Amsterdam Takeover Inside Out. They've played, well, I know Hector you've played mm. Inside Out last year. Escaping the Park, they both played. Um, so their brand shift is going to be in association with that. So yeah, what what supporting Idris Elba? What's yeah, Idris so Elba at the festival, he he does DJing. Oh, does he? Yeah, so he's going to be DJing in Cardiff on the first of May. That is, if you want to buy tickets, give me a message. I've got a link. Idris Elba. The it's actor. cheaper. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. yeah. Fucking hell! But he made that song, Bossy. Bossy. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was just like a joke thing, like when the rock. Nah, he actually fucking loves it. He lives for it, mate. Yeah, class. Yeah. So what? What's your role in this event? So I, I'm organising it. Like I've come up with it. I, I sat there and thought, tell you what, get hold of a venue. Like I've spent this year, like recuperating, deciding what I want to do. I don't necessarily think this is what I want to do in terms of finished product but my god it would be an interesting experience organizing a uh, house and techno event because i sat there and thought i've been working for a company called move together and um i, I just thought yeah that's a promotions company in south wales like an events right. management company and uh i was just sat there thinking i could i could probably like give this a go on a small scale uh, like there's no reason why i can't watching the inside and in, in, like how it works yeah thought maybe i could try this in my hometown because it's small it's like a little practice run <laughs> yeah. to see so like fuck i yeah let's go so i booked it in uh booked all the artists and hope to get a good bunch down get the start of the summer going yeah nice well yeah even if you don't know what if events is going to be the thing you want to do in the future, it's such a good option because there's so many pathways into event management. Oh yeah, I was so set on like doing cybersecurity and all that, and I just thought like, fucking hell, I better question my existence here. Like, mm. realistically, like, what am I doing this for? To do a job that I'll do for three, four years, run myself into the ground, and then I'll probably want to escape anyway from this existential dread of the nine to five. So I kind of just sat there and thought, tell you what. I might do a law degree, and then after uh, a certain incident happened down in Swansea, I came back up here and um, been living that, like, you know, recuperating, writing music, mm. thinking about what what could I do with my life, like, not to make a change, but just to make me have a sense of satisfaction, really. So, a lot of pondering, and uh, I thought this event would be brilliant to do, like, bring something to the hometown. It doesn't necessarily need to be, like, not a thing in the world, but what I wanted to give is, like, how tasting how like fun the city is and like I just just not necessarily that actually it's more about i reckon it would be an absolute laugh to get my mates up here like, i'm still level with you like up here it like they're yearning for something like in terms of an event mm. They've got some bad, uh, like bad events coming up. Like it's in good, <laughs> like some naughty events. They got Bad Boy Chiller Crew coming into the pitch up event. Um, Tom Zanetti's coming up. Um, but I thought, oh well, I'll give it a go. See what I can do. So I thought, Odd Frog, bang, ten o'clock till four o'clock in the morning, just a rave with my mates who I know absolutely love to love a good, uh, love to have a good time. So we're just gonna bring that energy 
up here where it's a bit mundane. People doing the nine to five in terms of like they don't have anything to cut or leave. Like yeah. if they want to relax and have a sick time, this is where it'll be. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it sounds like a good event, and it's classic. You've you've put it on, and it's something you fought to do to go and put an event on. That's mm. cool. Like, why not? Like, I've not like in everything that I do, I kind of enjoyed to take a bit of a creative side and I thought not mainly like oh this would be an entrepreneurial move mm. but I've always thought like that I want to make something so I thought and I'd dip into that like who could say in like five years ten years time oh yeah have I ran an event in a club but what what reason do you take to do that I was just compelled to do it so I thought why don't I give it a go and I am so it's something that would be really interesting as a career move because considering I'll be doing like waiting on, I've done labouring for the past six months. Um, absolutely love that to be fair, doing labouring. But I just thought, fair enough, like, why don't I do this? I'll be playing music for money, helping my mum in a new cafe and run an event. Yeah, that's not, yeah. Save up for the summer, go on holiday once or twice, <laughs> <laughs> or three times, hopefully. Yeah, a good little money maker that's good for everyone. Yeah, almost. really. Like, it's just uh, as well. Once you get, once you do it, there'll always be like contacts, links. If if maybe it picks up a bit of traction, I can go. I could make this a twi- like every two months. <laughs> I do this, but bring in some new names. Like network it gives me incentive to you know, just improve on the like, initial product. Yeah, Lewis, a class event, and I think I'm going to bring the podcast to an end. Thanks for coming on. No problem. I honestly loved it. I yeah. can't wait till next week. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we'll get well, the whole band on. That'll, that'll be a good one. Yeah, honestly, it'll, mm. be, it'll be an interesting one to see. It's been cool to do the podcast in your cabin as well, a different location. As always. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Cheers. <laughs>